Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Have I haven't talked to Kaylee since she departed from our broadcast team. We went out to lunch a couple of times. I enjoy her. I She's like a fun spirit. Breath of fresh air, for sure. So now she's kind of um, living her best life. She's got a new man, and they're just traveling all over the place. Like, what a life. That's what I would suggest to any young couple. Live that dink life, dual income, no kids, and you just travel. And, and you're like, how it. do I even know what you guys are talking about? How would I even know this person? Why is this irrelevant to me? Because you probably saw her on the Today Show. Yeah. You probably did. Hopefully you didn't blink because it went quite quickly, but she posted on her Facebook page and really milking it out. And so I was like, let's talk to her. Kaylee, morning. How are we? Um, I'm really good. I just landed in Vegas. Nice. Are you just like a jet setter? You're just in New York. And I wanted to talk about like your moment of fame. You were on the Today Show in the background, right? Yeah. In the background, I didn't, unfortunately, I did not get to be interviewed, but I smiled my best smile for 10 whole seconds. It was so good. So what was the experience like? Did they come out? Were they divas? Were they personable? No, they were like the sweetest people ever. So the only downfall was like we had to get there at 6, 630 in the morning and we sat there for two hours because their break was at 830. Yeah. But like the producers would come out and like talk to us. So they were talking to the little girl that I was sitting next to. Um, but I met Chanel and I met Dylan and I was like screaming and waving for Hoda and Savannah, but they were busy, obviously. So they didn't get come say hi to us. But yeah, it was it was so much fun. Just to be in that like environment and all the excitement and see everything behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, they even had a dog that they had walking around a golden retriever. <laughs> like, let's did, see the dog. Did you make any signs? I didn't see a sign in the picture. No, I messed up. So I thought that they like had a sign making station there. I don't yeah. know why I thought that. But so, like, yeah, everybody brought their own signs. So if you're going to do it, make sure you make and bring your own sign. Sure. All right. Well, I just wanted yeah. to know how long you go milk this out. Is this like something that you're going to tell everybody anytime the Today Show is on in the background? Okay, good. Or I'm going to meet all of our new salespeople today or like all of our salespeople from across the country. Yeah. And they're going to say, you know, like, tell us three um, interesting things about you. And you know for sure that is going to make the top list. It's definitely a highlight. It's pretty cool. Not many people can say that except for a lot. I there are a lot I mean, of people even Grant come. was like in the background, <laughs> but he wasn't like smiling or excited. He's like, oh, next time we do this, I got to bring Legos, keep myself busy because two hours was way too long. To no do. doubt. All right. Well, I'm so glad that you got on national TV. That's pretty cool. Milk it out, girl. Thank you. I will. 10 minutes of fame. Thanks for being on the show, Kaylee. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> she's just so happy. She, yeah. She's the, just stand there. Just. Like she's been posed like a wax figure. Just so it's weird that we're talking about this because you know my one of my claims to fame is that I dated Josh Hartnett. I have proof you didn't on my date Snapchat. Josh Hartnett. Yes, I you did. You were in the same building as him for three minutes. Don't embarrass yourself. Pooh bag diva, all one word on Snap. If you'd like to check it out, there's proof of our date. That was one of our. Dates. He looks so <laughs> uncomfortable. He looks like he would never get me away from this psycho. That's no. the exact look on him. So, hey, what was your 10 minutes of fame? I've got a chance to just line up a quick couple of calls. I, I really want you to think about this in an honest fashion. If if you were giving your own eulogy, what would your 10 minutes of fame be? Talk to our friend Kaylee a couple of minutes ago, who you may have seen on the Today Show in the background when they go outside <laughs> with just this giant smile 
and she looks like a wax figure because she doesn't really move her face at all. She just kind of moves her eyes just so that she can keep smiling. And I think she was hoping to get interviewed. But she's been telling everyone. This is her claim to fame now. Yeah. Is that I was on the Today Show for like 30 whole seconds. And when we asked her, oh, did you bring a sign? What'd you say? Or whatever. She she thought there was a sign making station outside (laughs) where they just had giant chunks of, of, uh, you know, paper or whatever that you could make a sign. And not so much. But we we kind of realized that she's going to milk this out for probably a couple of years. She's going to go, oh, you didn't see me on the Today Show when I was on the Today Show? So we thought, what was your 10 minutes of fame? Uh, Gretchen had texted us. I was an extra in the movie Sugar and Spice. It was made in 1999. Okay. Luke so. says I can't call him on my way to work, but I was on an episode of Duck Dynasty. That's pretty cool. Right on. Kat, what's your 10 minutes? I mean, it, listen, it's a little bit different because we've got this dopey radio show that we've been doing for a long time. So if I had to gather all my friends and family around my my casket and have a eulogy read. You 10 minutes of fame. What was your big 10 minutes? Here lies Kat. She lived a, quite a life. From watching the filming of Jingle All the Way, Eight Floors Up at her dad's work in downtown St. Paul, the crashing the set for two hours of D3 Mighty Ducks. She did date Josh Hartnett briefly. No. She met almost all of the currenting, current touring Chippendales. <laughs> Went to Valley Fair when she was seven with Prince Fielder. Oh, there it is. And then Kirby Puckett came to her gymnastics when she was four. I like the Prince Fielder one because you spent the day with Spent Prince the day Fielder. with him. Andy wore my dad's big swimsuit because his butt was so big. He's a giant <laughs> He's human big being. Boy. Yeah. Wow. You're, so I, I would say that's the big one for you. Uh, for me, I'm in the movie Jingle All the Way that you watched from a long way. I'm in that movie. What a uh, weird way that our lives crossed we didn't, that far we didn't back. Even, we didn't even know that when I was in the movie, you were watching from a long ways away. Like we how weird is that though? Like we were destined to work together for this long and jingle all the way. They say God doesn't together. have a sense of humor. Oh, wow. We plan. He laughs, right? Uh, I tried out for the twins. Didn't uh, make it. But I, I would say the, the only things that I even have under my belt uh, are sports accomplishments. I did throw two no-hitters one night, though. Yeah, but how does that make you famous? I didn't, uh, was it, that against someone famous? No, no, not at all. It was in, uh, I was 17. Yeah, so but, that doesn't qualify. But I threw two no-hitters in one night. But it wasn't like... It, it was, was a just big deal. for people. The other that thing were is, watching. I still I still hold a state record. I hit seven guys. I beaned seven batters in one game. That's a state like record Happy that Gilmore. still holds. It, it's almost like that where you stabbed a guy with a skate. Yeah. I still hold a skate record. A state record in that. Nobody else has ever beaned seven batters in one baseball game. That's truly impressive. So yeah. <laughs> Hi Bob, how are you? Not too bad. Eight things we memorize. Half of us will memorize eight blanks and you probably use them a little bit more this time of the year than any other time what are you thinking well the person in front of me guessed my answer but oh you were gonna go christmas so i'm on the spot yeah i was and unfortunately that was right for either of us well let me give you one more hint then uh think uh your belly oh think about your belly bob Oh, uh, Christmas recipes? There it is! That is it! Yeah, like food recipes. Kat, could you, have you memorized eight recipes? I know how to make things, but I guess I'm just like an add a pinch here, add a pinch there. 
kind of gal. My mother-in-law would whip through eight of these within about four seconds. I'm sure. We were in my mom's crawl space one time, and she was like, look at this box of recipes from her great-grandmother. And I took them, and I put them in photo frames, and I gifted them, Aww. and it was really cool. And now she cool. can't get to them. And now they can't get Half to them. Half the recipes are in the back of the car. We're card not having noodle salad or the Love Me Brownies, nothing. Bob, what would be the one recipe we could whip up right now that would make you a happy Bob? That that I could whip up or no, something else? That we would make for you and would instantly make you happy today. Oh. Uh, some cinnamon rolls would be great. There it is. Oh, I yeah. Like it. Well, hopefully, $100 worth of cinnamon rolls coming your way. Instantly activate your name for that $100 we're going to give away here in a couple of days. So congratulations. Hang on. We'll get your details. You are the smartest man on the planet this morning. Is he still there? Oh, yeah. Bob's still here. Oh, uh, Bob, do you dip your cinnamon roll in chili? My kid what? is addicted. They serve it at school. That's what they want you to dip in your chili. They don't give you crackers. They don't give you toast. They give you cinnamon rolls. What is it? What does this world come to? I have no yeah. idea. I go, are you being serious? He had it yesterday. I said, I always ask him what he had for lunch. It's either pork cutlet or ch- or chili. See, you know, stuff like this never happened I, before we opened that Canadian border. And now that we let all those guys in here, this is what's happening to us. Can't it's become a homogenized thing. Yeah, you can't unring that bell, Bob. Cat and JJ Tanner, what are we hoping for this uh, Christmas? for my VR headset or maybe I'll get like a stylus pen so I can draw. See, these are practical ideas. Those you are. could be Cat's son, Liam, who apparently is so spoiled he has everything in the world already and now he just needs... Just Old Spice deodorant. I said, funny, <laughs> that's a grocery shopping trip. I did one of those lists that I, I posted on my Facebook page and all these people shared it, copied it because it is so practical. It's like one thing you need, one thing you want, one thing that's uh, practical, one thing you want to read. Like four things. Yeah. And then he put Old Spice deodorant for two of them. And then Sports Illustrated for something he wants to read. I've graduated to the point in my life now where I remember looking back and having my parents say, we have what we need. We're good. Don't get us anything. And I'm kind of at that point because my my wife was like, uh, you know, what should my mom and dad get you? Because here's what I, because my, my wife is very straightforward. She's like, I asked for this and this and this and this for my mom That's and dad Derek. still, right? Yeah. Yep. And, and I go, I, I don't, I don't need anything. I'm really blessed. And she goes, you have to need something. And I go, I, I, actually, you know what I need? I need a new pair of sawhorses. That's what I need. The, <laughs> the ones that I had last year got wrecked at the lake. I need a new pair of sawhorses. And she's like, That's it? How much I, are those? I don't know, like 45 bucks, 60 bucks. Oh. And, uh, and she's like, That's it? And I go, I don't, I'm really pretty blessed. Don't you hate when people get mad for you? Yeah. And you're like, but all I want truly forever, it, uh, candles. That's it. That's all I've ever wanted. I love candles. I love the pine, you know, Christmassy candles. That's it. I'm excited throughout the mornings to be able to find out what your kids want. So if they haven't left Santa a message yet with their wants. I think it's a simple question. And I want to know what you have to say and be honest with yourself. Could you use the bathroom without your telephone. No. 80% of people say no. 20% of people can do their business without it. But listen, it could really wreak havoc on your body if you keep bringing your phone in there. How? Um, medical experts are coming out saying that it is like the leading cause of hemorrhoids for as long as you sit on the toilet. People are sitting 10 times longer than they should. Really? Creating that <laughs> also uh, excess pressure on pelvic organs. <laughs> The hemorrhoids are nothing to mess around with, man. I just can't believe we're spending 10 times more time on the toilet because everyone's got a cell phone with them. If you think of how many TikToks you scroll through and before you know it, like an hour or two hours has passed, sometimes that can happen. If you're getting your oil changed 
and you're like, oh, I got to be here for an hour. That can go by quickly if you're on TikTok. So if you sit there and you scroll before you know it, you're like, oh, my God. I'm having dysfunctional voiding, maybe a potential prolapse. Who knows? Where are you coming up with all these terms? <laughs> I went to medical school. I don't know if you know that. I found myself at the men's urinal doing a number one scrolling the other day. That is just lazy. That's uh, weird. Get I, in and get out of that. It's, it's not easy to do, man. It's a ta- Yeah, why would you do that it's then? Ta- well, I, I got there and I started doing my I instantly out of uh, just reaction. Grab from my pocket, grab my phone. And I went, hold on. Am I on my phone while I'm taking a whiz? That's so and weird. I, and that was that was weird. That was extremely weird to me. Yeah. that You didn't get tinkle anywhere? No, I was at the urinal, man. I feel like that would be. It's not a precise just- shot. You just got to hit the area. Think about this. If you were to drive into your neighborhood and you just had to park in your neighborhood, not in your driveway, that's what that's like. You just got to get in the neighborhood. Some reason. Urinals are very forgiving. Uh, We have Rebecca and Don and Christy, Rob, Brenda all saying absolutely not. Could not use the restroom without it. I assume you're talking about. Number two, number one, I could do heartbeat in and out. Wash your hand. You're out. Hand? You just wash one. Hand? Yeah, the one I use. Just, <laughs> I wash them before I go to the bathroom. But I mean, uh, to look at all of the bad things that can start happening to your body, maybe you start have started feeling like you're getting some of these you a got the roids? more often. That is never fun. I would beg, I would bet, I would bet you lunch that there aren't five listeners that don't take their phone in with them for a number two. That they use their that the they can consciously say that they don't. Now, on the other hand, if you want to combat this, I think the thing you could do is put a crossword puzzle book in there. Or I had a friend growing up, and they had a TV in their bathroom. No, but I think you're missing the point. Like you're not supposed to spend that time in there, so you don't want distractions. You want to get in and what get are you out. Supposed to do like sometimes a poop takes five minutes. I think you make it take that long oh. because you're distracted no, no, by I don't your wanna, phone. I just want to poop my two or three times a day, man. I don't want seven poops. They're now saying that your phone could cause hemorrhoids. Yeah, it could wreak havoc on your whole lower area of your body if you are sitting there and you're on your phone for more minutes than you probably should be. Like, you shouldn't be in that position grunting and pushing and doing what your body does because it's going to cause a lot of problems for your body. Now, some people don't need to bring a phone into the potty with them because they uh, are really, really talented. You were saying the same thing, right, Brianna? And I tell my boyfriend he'd cut his morning time in half if he didn't play games on his phone. What you ga- guys are so nice yeah, to each other. Yeah, you guys other. sound like a fun couple. What uh, what games does he play? I don't know. Rise of Kingdoms and some other crap. Angry oh. Birds. I okay. don't know. And and when you when you said that you can go fast, like how long does it take you for an average number two, Brianna? Less than five minutes. Okay. Yeah, sure. But what do you do with that five minutes? Like those four and a half minutes, what are you doing there if you're not on your phone? Do you think? Yeah. Put my hair up in a ponytail. Oh, you got to put your hair up in a ponytail to finish your number two. All right. Multitask. Janet Jackson announcing in a quick video to all of her fans that this spring we can expect to see her. I'm going back on tour. And yes, we will be together Again, I know all of you. Where's the new music? Is that what we sound like? There will be new music. (laughs) Please be there. Be there. Be there. 
This thing's going to sell out as quick as Taylor, if not quicker. She's so incredible. And I love that she's doing this because of all the people that are like, oh, she's going to have a baby. She's going to get fat and she won't ever go back out on stage. She's going to be incredible. And the reason why she didn't tour before uh, she started her tour and then stopped was because she had vertigo, crazy vertigo. And it was a day-to-day thing. And you can't plan out a tour with... Hundreds of people working for you. And I'm sure it's going to be high action. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think she's just going to stand there and sing. That's not Janet's style. So I'm sure she wanted to give you her full effort. I can't wait. Two weeks ago, SNL did this skit of a mock PSA for an organization that will help out all of Drake's exes because he has so so many. many. So there was a musical guest, SZA, and she's like, why wouldn't they have me in the skit? I was one of his exes. In a strange way, I was like, did they know? And then I was like, but they didn't ask me to be in it. And then I was like, like nobody said anything. And when I saw it, I was like, this is insane. But I definitely laughed real hard. I would bet they just didn't know that she was an ex. Yeah, it was 15 years ago, but uh, it was it's so funny. If you have time to watch it today, they are so deadpan serious and it's like, listen, if you're one of Drake's exes, <laughs> come join us. Too Short got a really cool surprise. So he does a lot of things for the Oakland, California community because that's where he's from. He gives his money to nonprofits. You know, I love the people that do that and then don't tell anybody. But the mayor, she knows all about it, so she surprised him. You have told the stories of Oakland's streets. And so it's only right that Oakland gives you a street. There Look you go. That. It was a short street, though. It was a very short street. It's like an alley. Uh, blowing out their candles today, we have Taylor turning 33, Miss Taylor Swift. Needy Leaks, bloop, bloop, blonk, blonk, is 55, and Jamie Foxx is 55 as well. These rocks don't lose their shape. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. All right, uh, the game, uh, the game, uh, the movie, Any Given Sunday, Jamie Foxx stars in that, along with whom as the coach? That would be... Al Pacino. Yes, Al Pacino. Well done. And what is the name of the team they play on? The Titans mm, are nope. not it. <laughs> the first person that can text the name of the team Al Pacino coaches and Jamie Foxx plays on in the movie any given Sunday is going to figure out a way to spend all this amazing money at JF Cruise Jewelers that we give you in the form of a gift card. <laughs> I would like HR to know... <laughs> That oh, cat just held up a yes. baby carrot and then pointed at me. And that's wrong. I would wrong. never have done and that. I, you are listen, sick. I, I don't want to have to prove it, but I'm willing to. That that baby carrot in no way represents anything. I literally said nothing about it. You, uh, you're you in, are projectors. You're, you're inappropriate. <laughs> I wanted to put together a quick list of movies that you would recommend. And you only get to two. You two. Two, 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 two. two movies. That you think everyone should see before they say goodbye. Okay. I narrowed mine down. I had a very long list, and I know that you get upset with how many I come at you with. So I'm going to, I have my two. Okay. Uh, hold on to your two because I want to see if they align, but I, I wanted to throw mine out real quick. So, number one, you know what a fan of Morgan Freeman I am. Correct. So, Shawshank Redemption, I think is such a legendary movie, not just because he narrates the whole thing and he's in it. But it's such a story of overcoming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this horrible situation. I think Tim Robbins is brilliant in it. And, uh, and so I'd say Shawshank is number one. Number two is a movie that I don't know if enough people are familiar with because it's pretty old. 
but it's my favorite movie of all time. What you got in there? In here? Tom Cruise in The Color of Money with Paul Newman. Too bad he still looks the same. How do you still look the same? He was like in his 20s in that movie, too. So my two are Shawshank Redemption and The Color of Money. I would like for you to just hang on to your two real quick. But will you call us? And if you had to just kind of help us start the list, what are the two movies, the only two movies you could recommend before you say goodbye and take the big nap? The goal today, right now, is to put together... The list of each of us get two movies to put on the list. And this is the list of movies we all believe you should see before it's all over. All right. We only get two. That's so hard. I'm going Shawshank Redemption and Color of Money. You're going. I'm going with Just Go With It with Adam Sandler and Jen Aniston. It is so funny. Nick Schwartzen is in it. Who else is in it? Uh, Rachel Dratch. It's just like all these comedians. And they're so funny. And um, Kevin Nealon is oh, in it. Oh, okay, good. And he's a plastic surgeon and his face doesn't move. So you laugh like, <laughs> That's funny. It is so funny. And every time I watch, like I said, I, I find something new. But then this one is what? just my go-to sleep. What is a guy on the phone and says, tell me, what was so special about your wife? Well, Dr. Marshall feels tall, I think. It was like magic. Magic. Oh, oh my God. Uh, it's sleepless so in Seattle. good. It's so good. It's about following your heart. Even though you're in New York City and you're with your fiance and you just say, no, it's not going to work out. My love is waiting for me up there. Steven had texted in Tombstone and a Bronx Tale. Okay, Tombstone, great. Bronx Tale, uh, that's with Don Cheadle and who else is in there? Richard Gere, I think. It's about the it's about the cops that kind of have a, a weird side to them, right? Um, no, that is not it at all. It's Robert De Niro. De Niro. And... Um, Lilo, Lilo, Brancato, whatever. He looked oh, exactly that's... like Robert De Niro. That's why they casted this kid. And then after he found oh, this fame. I know this one now. Then he, he was like a runner for the mob almost. And yeah. then they were like, we could trust you. And then after he found that fame, then he went and did like this um, real life robbery with his friends. Then he went to jail. Yeah, like, I remember this now. Now I remember which one you're talking about. All right. Uh, Steven, what do we got? The other Steven. Go for it. Uh, what dreams may come? Hmm, don't know that one. Yeah, it's a Robin Williams movie. It's both funny and probably one of the best acted movies he's been in. Okay, big big cast. Um, and then uh, for a comedy, he he got to go Blazing Saddles. Yes, probably yes, one of the yes, best yes, comedies yes, of yes. all time. Look at that! He's unedited, so happy. Unedited, unedited, uncut. Because if you can't laugh at that, written by. Mel Brooks and <laughs> well, Gene Wilder was amazing in that movie. I mean, there and uh, and um, oh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the guy that plays the sheriff, uh, Levon, Levon, Cleveon Little, Cleveon Little. That's it. Yes. Oh my god. Oh gosh. Back to the Robin Williams. He made so many movies that nobody saw, like The World According to Garp. Have you ever seen that one? Of course. It is incredible. That was one of his first movies. Yes, it was. Uh, he, he he had more rage than any human being could ever probably have, and yeah. So, um, but what dreams may come is covers so many different emotions and so many different things. It's about death. It's about depression. It's about oh. 
life. It's about family. It's about love. It's about redemption. It's about all of it. So. Love it. Thank you. I have a friend that gives coach clutches for holiday gifts. That is what Jesus. made my day. Good friends. To be rich. You know, she has a movie theater in her house. She has a massive house. And uh, she hosts parties all the time. And she's just like one of those people that loves to give, give, give. And I love to accept the gifts. It, it was but awesome. Can she stop the snow from coming down this afternoon? I don't know. You know what? She's one of those positive people. She'll go out and make a snowman. <laughs> so it was it was lovely. Met her and an, another friend and had some food. And riddle me this why I think of you when something terrible like this happens. <laughs> Thanks. I order Brussels sprouts and a French onion soup. And I get my Brussels sprouts, and I'm so excited. They look so good. So I grab the salt shaker, which is also a grinder, which has the top on. And somebody had ground all the salt into that little compartment. So when you were to take off the lid, it it went all over my Brussels sprouts. So half of my Brussels sprouts I had to put on a different plate because they were so salty. And I go, is it messed up that... My partner you comes to mind immediately. I went there before you got there and did that to your No, that, that's something you would do. If you were sitting there and you hate idle moments, that you would just like grab a My- salt grinder. And, and this is a PSA for all people out there. Don't open it like that. Because there are people out there. My that dad taught me how to do that with a regular one. Like you get at a regular cafe, we would go to Pizza Hut. See, this is why. And he, this he is would, why. He would unscrew the lids on the salt so that it was just barely on so that you'd grab it. And as soon as you tipped it, it all fell this out. This is generational. This and, is a disgusting And I'll situation. pass it down to my children too, yes. You probably uh, already have. He, but he would always do it, especially with that red pepper shaker at Pizza Hut. You know, so that it would barely, it'd just be on, just like a quarter of a twist on. What? And so when you went to shake hell? it, the whole thing would go on your pizza. So messed up. <laughs> That's so messed up. We've got email. We've got email. Got email. Got email. We've got email. All right. So this one was from Travis. And thank you for waiting a few days for us to get this on. Appreciate it. But he had wrote us. And I think this will hit hard for a lot of dads out there. It says, wondering if I'm blowing things out of proportion, but I'm having a big issue with what my wife has been posting on TikTok and her other social media. She and our four-year-old daughter, they have a lot of fun with that app. They do cute dances, but over the last year, she's been posting like a handful of videos that have my little girl sexy dancing. Sometimes I don't see them for weeks, and after they've been posted, by then they have over a thousand views or more. Once, uh, one, it was a beach day and she was wearing a little bikini doing a dance and it made me so incredibly uncomfortable that thousands of eyes have laid, uh, or have laid their eyes on this video. How should I handle this situation and talk to my wife? She doesn't find any problem with it. So if you put it into perspective, like there are so many perverted people out there, put some clothes on our daughter you can still do fun TikToks with them, but like age appropriate. Obviously, this mom, her gauge is off a little bit with what's appropriate and you think what so? isn't. But I haven't seen these videos. So four-year-old in a bikini at the beach playing around, got a sand bucket, got a little seashell bikini on. Doing a little dance. I don't think I see any problem. Here's what I'm going to say. Just outright and to begin with, you cannot 
be in charge of someone else's perversion. Absolutely. There's nothing you can do about it. Now, you might say, well, you don't have to give them something to look at. I'm telling you, if they don't look at your little kid, they're going to find another one. Yeah. That, so here, here's where I'm at. Even if it's a school picture, people can go places in their mind, and you'll never understand because you're a normal person, and, and we don't think that way. So here's why I say you got to live your life. I I, I don't I don't have a problem with, with any of this. I, my daughter danced from one year old until she was, whatever, 20, 18. They always had some risque costumes here or there. Yeah. And I never had a problem with it because, number one, I want her to feed her own self-esteem. If she's comfortable with it, cool. But I use my wife as the guide on this one, Mm -hmm. whether or not it's a, because a dad will always say, put some more clothes on. Yeah. Always. I never said that with either of my boys. They could run around shirtless in a, you know, in their underwear. I'd never go, oh, you got to put a shirt on. Mm-hmm. But, and that's what, I think my my wife is a better gauge of this. So I don't, I think I would just lay back. If she doesn't have a problem with it, I'm going to say pretty much there isn't a problem to be had. I would take the one that you think is the worst and use that as your example. And, and hopefully as another parent, you would come to an agreement because you don't want both of you at odds about this. And if you're doing it for the views, if you're doing it for the gram, you're doing it for the wrong reason. So if it's causing a rift between you and uh, your child's father or mother, I think whatever goes on the Internet should be spoken about if it's going to cause a problem. So I don't know. Misty already texted. It's a bathing suit. It is what it is. I, I, I get it, man. I, I completely agree. This is g- just one example, though, Misty. Like all the other ones, he said there was a handful of her dancing se- sexy suggestively. And so, I don't know. You can't control someone else's perversion. And I don't think you can be a hostage to it either. But also, he's uncomfortable. And if the parent is uncomfortable, you guys have to come to an agreement. That's what parenting is. He's uncomfortable because he's old-fashioned? I don't know if he's old-fashioned. Once again, what if I looked at it as a 37-year-old woman and looked at it and I was like, "Mm, yeah, I probably wouldn't have posted that. So, I I have not seen the videos. Uh, I don't know if this is a watcher bobber kind of thing. This is his bobber. Mm. This is his very intimate bobber. It's his baby. <laughs> That's his bobber. He just said he was wondering if he was blowing things out of perfor- uh, proportion, but his wife has been posting on her TikTok her four-year-old daughter, their four-year-old daughter, dancing to videos or in videos to, like a suggestive way, in a sexy way. And he said that she's posted a handful that made him feel very uncomfortable. And sometimes he won't see them for weeks and then he looks and they've been viewed thousands of times and he just feels like he wants to shelter her a little bit about, you know, there's so many perverted people out there, but he says one time there was a beach day and she was wearing a little bikini and she was dancing and he just felt really uncomfortable. His wife does not see an issue with it. So I do think that there should be an understanding as to what is posted about your child on Facebook. Mine, super innocent. I would never paint my child in a terrible light. Uh, I think that's that's all subjective. Terrible light's a very subjective situation. That's why this is a conversation to have. Jessica, how do you, how do you, number one, is he, is he being too sensitive to this? They think. I'm sorry. Is he being too sensitive to the situation? Jess? I, I absolutely as, as a mother of two daughters and two sons, I am so sick of this world (laughs) making the girls have to change how they dress and how they act because of how they're going to be looked at. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it, you should have enough 
confidence in your parenting to know that it doesn't matter what your child is going to wear, they're going to grow up to be a good person. And even as a father, her daughter could be 30 years old and he's still going to be overprotective of Mm -hmm. what she wears. Yeah, that's right. just how it is. So I don't think that there's anything wrong with a dad being overprotective. You can't stop yourself from being uncomfortable with certain things. Maybe you and I have not seen these videos. Maybe they are a little like, oh, damn, I would never have posted that. Or maybe they're really innocent. So... Yeah, that was the next thing. And with the bikini, that too, I mean, was he there when she had bought the bikini? Because, I mean, that alone should have made it inappropriate for him, not her just simply wearing it and dancing. I mean, if she's twerking or something, obviously yeah. that's a little different. But I I don't see, I don't see anything wrong well, you got to start them young, Jess. <laughs> how are they going to perfect their craft? How are they going to get through college if they don't know how to twerk? If I didn't start when I did, I would not twerk as well <laughs> All right. as I do. Cat wouldn't be here if she didn't know how <laughs> to back still working on it. I would not have had this hey, job. never give up the dream, Jessica. Keep working. <laughs> I'll, I'll just stick to it. Have All a right. great morning. Thank Thanks you. for being on the show. Summer, I got time for one more uh, look at this. Is, he, is this dad being too sensitive, or is this actually something that they need to talk about? Okay, so, um, JJ, your uh, input on this was, um, you know, that you don't feel that he's being too sensitive. I remember, uh, I don't know, a few mornings ago, your daughter was outside in a pair of booty shorts, mm. and you told her to go back in and cover up and put some clothes on. Because that's what dads do, right? <laughs> like but I'm she, a parent. she also, she also knew that parent. it was a pretty backhanded, and she's not. Listen, the last time my daughter did what I said was probably when she was two or three. So I say a lot of things <laughs> knowing that they're not going to do what I say unless Trisha backs me up. So uh, th- you got to take that with a grain of salt. I also don't think he had a problem with right. the bikini because it was just the dancing and then being posted, you know. So it was like a yeah. combination. Yeah. Right, right. I'm just, I, I just kind of, when I first heard this and I heard JJ's input, that's why it just kind of made me think that. Yeah. But no, I, I'm, I'm a mother of three. And if I post videos of my daughter like she was dancing to baby shark in a sweater and pants you know like i mean i see t-shirts and shorts i get that a bathing suit at the beach cool but a bathing suit while you're dancing i don't know i feel like it's a little bit for yeah you know here's the other thing that people are doing stuff for a little bit of shock value to get clicks there something happens in the brain when you press the like button or the love button on Instagram and you people react. They love what you're doing. No, they don't. They hit it because they scrolled past it and they wanted to show you a lot of love. They don't love that. You know what I mean? And something happens. There's a chemical reaction that happens in the brain that makes you crave more and more of these. And then if you start getting paid because you have so many followers, well, then, oh, my gosh, you have to recreate and then up, uh, you know, notch it up a little bit. I mean, do you, if you look at the first right, couple of episodes right. of the Kardashians, that was nothing. It was a bunch of people just walking around saying stupid stuff. You sound 90. And no, no, no. But now there's at least three quarters of a boob on every shot. Well, Summer, don't you agree that this is a grown up conversation that two parents should have? And like, he just needs to 100%. say, this makes me feel uncomfortable, honey. You could post cute little ones 100%. of her dancing to Baby Shark. That's totally fine. But these ones in particular right. make me uncomfortable. I mean, he's a dad, you know, so yeah, I feel like it should, you know, yeah. like me and my, me and my oldest, we're not together, but I still have, you know, we still have a 50-50 say on, you know, whatever happens, Good. you know, like I, I tell my side of the story, like, this is why I feel it should be this way, you know, and like... 
just hearing about, you know, um, I, I, I don't know, just talking more about it. Like, you know, now I'm kind of like, oh, okay, well, you know, like that chemical reaction in your brain, like that's true. You know, like I've seen that. Uh, I when I first got on like MySpace and I got my first like it was like oh my god it was you know? Tom <laughs> it, was, it was always Tom it was only Tom thank well, you thank Summer you. we appreciate you being on the show that was awesome so I did the math and I think it was last October that this family moved in our lovely neighbors so Nick and Dina left fifteen months ago or three months ago last October so not this, this just, past October but so the one fifteen before. months ago okay so they have lived a state away. And I think they had like business there because they would come periodically to check on the house and to do half the lawn. So they weren't living (laughs) there. They had bought it and they were transitioning to the house. Maybe selling their house or waiting for the kids to get out of school. I don't know. But I didn't meet them again for like four months. Derek met them first. He had more of a relationship with them, knowing their name and everything like that. Because he's outside doing a TikTok video every morning. That's why why they stayed away. (laughs) But the guy had taken off the top of our irrigation. Remember that day? Oh, yeah. He clipped one of your sprinklers, sure. And then we don't see them for another two months. And then we'd see like tracks on their driveway so we'd know that maybe they went into the garage and then they left. Okay. So I don't know. That's not my business. But the other day, like when cops show up to a house that is 10 feet away from yours, 20 feet away from this yours. in the morning? This was in the morning. Derek was leaving to bring Liam to school and he's like texting me during the show. Hey, there are cops at their house right now. And so I do know that I met the mom and she had two little girls and then a baby on the hip. So three young kids Is under it? the age of six. Okay. And they never go outside. They're never outside. Are they vampires? I don't know what they do inside all day or even if they're there. But I know that she maybe had a, an older son because her husband looks a bit older. So this is not him. And now I think just the son is living there. So there's like so much mystery behind my neighbors and why were the cops there? And they didn't just rat-a-tat-tat. They didn't just knock on the front door. They went around. They were looking for something, huh? The house. So I don't know if there was like a well check, a wellness check or something. Would but police go around the house and look in windows for a wellness check? Probably. I, I thought, mean, wouldn't that, that do, not- be your, doing your due diligence? Like, what if you look in there and there's somebody laying on the floor? What if I'm naked? I'm sure they've seen worse. Doubtful. No, I think they <laughs> see a lot. And so, nobody laying on the so floor the last, would be welcomed. last action you saw from your neighbors was the police banging on the door and then walking around the house and that's it? You haven't seen anything else? No, I've seen lights on, but it's just the kid. The teenager is living there. And their backyard is like mine. There's like, it's non-existent. I, I have a very short backyard. And the last thing I saw of him, like his full body, he was wearing one of those parachutes, like what football players wear. Yeah. And he was running, like not even... <laughs> he, was, he was training. Not even long enough to gain any wind on the parachute, but just running back and forth in the in the backyard. I think he was practicing running from the cops. I don't know anything about these people. And it, don't you feel like that's kind of unnerving? Right? Uh, maybe Wouldn't a you little wonder bit. why After the cops are a year and a half, there? you should know a little bit about your neighbors. I think so. I've had a pleasant conversation with her before, but then I remember on Halloween they were there because she let them run out real quick in their pajamas 
with some bags and I gave them all the rest of my candy and then she ran them back inside. So I wonder, I don't know what's going on. Sketchy at best. I don't like not knowing. But do you have any mystery neighbor mysteries at all? All I see is one person coming and going out of a family of six. And that's it. Like, I don't know what's going on with these people. I've been very friendly. They seem like nice people. They threw like this party, a housewarming party and had nice friends. So I don't know what's going on, but it makes me. You think they're just avoiding you? No, I don't think they are there. I don't know what's going on. I don't. I think it's weird to look in the windows like that. I don't know if cops do that. I think I think they should. Why wouldn't they? Daniel, good morning, man. I really don't have any odd neighbors because I, I kind of live all in the country, so I'm my closest neighbors half a mile away. But I also am a first responder, uh, you know, a medic. Um, and it is completely normal just on the – I heard you talk about the welfare check. For if, if somebody like a family member were to call in, hey, I haven't heard from such and such for – so many days I'm worried about them. Uh, they're not answering my calls. Can you go check on them? Cops, a lot of the time, that's what they'll do. You'll see them knocking on doors, trying to look through windows, yeah. trying to do what they can. You know, for that exact reason, even if they're naked. So even, even if, if you naked. were to if you were to be doing this right now and you're walking around and you hit my bedroom window and I'm just, you know, exercising naked, like how long do you think you'd stop and look? You don't have to answer that. Uh... Boy, I tell you what, it'd be tough not to look. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you'd have to squint I mean, and spend time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you'd obviously be impressed at how strong I am. But then beyond that, once you got down to, like, below the equator, I mean, how long would you really spend there? Yeah. Once again, you don't have to uh, I, You know what? Probably be a quick peek and say, oh, this guy's fine. He's just uh, <laughs> working out naked. He was in the pool. All right. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.